Latanya Wilkins is a credentialed coach, author of the book, Leading Below the Surface, and sought-after keynote speaker who has inspired audiences all over the world. I'm delighted she joined me on the Courage of a Leader podcast to share with us how to avoid biased feedback and create a safe, empowering culture. Welcome to the Courage of a Leader podcast. This is where you hear real life stories of top leaders achieving extraordinary results. And you get practical advice and techniques you can immediately apply for your own success. This is where you will get inspired and take bold, courageous action. I'm so glad you can join us. I'm your host, Amy Riley. Now, are you ready to step into the full power of your leadership and achieve the results you care about most? Let's ignite the courage of a leader. Latanya, I'm excited about the focus of our conversation today. We are going to talk about biased feedback. Now, I'm not excited that biased feedback happens in our world, uh, but I'm excited to talk about this because I think when we talk about bias, I think in mainstream conversations, we're still on the surface level. We're not getting below the surface uh, like you do in your conversations. So start off by grounding us in this topic. What is biased feedback? How do we recognize it? Yeah, so I remember one of the quotes that always stuck with me, and this was a quote that I learned when I was a learning and development leader, Mm -hmm. and it was that feedback is more about the giver than the receiver. Mm. Feedback is more about the giver than the receiver. So everyone think about that for a second. That means the feedback is more about you than the other person uh, and keep keep that in mind when mm. you're going through your week you're giving people feedback you're you're thinking about what type of feedback to to give i'm not saying it always has to be this way mm-hmm. but it's going to be this way if you just operate on autopilot and you're not really intentionally thinking about how to provide feedback Um, And so I will start with that. Great, great. Uh, And you've said a lot right there, LaTanya. I'm thinking about it. Even when we give leaders formulas for feedback, right? Describe the situation, then describe the specific behavior, then describe the impact. I mean, especially in that impact piece, that's coming from my perspective and my filters and all of my experiences that have led me to have the filters and perspective that I have. So I might think that I'm very objectively stating some impact and that might not be the case. Right, right. Yeah, it, with those models, you know, some of those models I really like because I think it's it's a good way to, to structure. But again, the issue with the models is like people just don't put in the preparation that they need to. With mm-hmm. the impact, 
it's what I always tell leaders is when you're thinking about the impact, think about the impact on your team or think about the impact yeah. on your organization yeah. and make it something that is tangible. Yeah. Right? Um, so for example, there's a conflict on your team uh, and the conflict is you've noticed that since this, these two people on your team have been in conflict that the team is not getting back to customers as fast as they did before. Mm-hmm. You're noticing that decisions are not getting made as fast. You're noticing that people just aren't participating as much in team meetings. Yeah, That's impact. It's things yeah. that you can observe. It's not, well, I didn't really like that. And I was upset about that. That's not impact. That's, yeah. again, that's more about you than, that's more about the giver than the receiver. Yeah, yeah, really great, LaTanya. Let me tell our listeners a little bit about you. As the founder of Change Coaches, LaTanya Wilkins works with C-suite leaders, executives, and their teams where human connection and cultural change really happen below the surface. LaTanya is a credentialed coach, author of the book, Leading Below the Surface, and sought-after keynote speaker who has inspired audiences all over the world. She and her team help clients create cultures of belonging while amplifying the only ones at work so they feel more valued, heard, and engaged. Through years of experience at Fortune 500 companies and in higher education, she's developed a unique evidence-based approach to diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging. LaTanya knows how to support leaders at any level, at any organization, to lead below the surface. Thank you for being here with me for this conversation today, LaTanya. Sure, it's an important one to have. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So we we hear all the time that everybody has bias. All humans have unconscious bias going on. So how can we make sure that that bias is not coming across in our feedback? Oh, gosh, that's a really good question. (laughs) Uh, When you're walking in and you're giving feedback, usually the model that I provide includes a lot of preparation. And while you're preparing, you are reflecting on your biases. Uh, nice. The biases that I ask about are the t- what I call the terrible three, and mm-hmm. it's also in my book, affinity bias. Mm-hmm. We, are, we like people who are the same of, as us. Like, think about it. Like, how many how many men are listening? And when you're giving feedback to another guy that likes football or <laughs> likes like likes what you you want to give him feedback, you know, it's going to be easier. It's going to be a language, but. Yeah, with the coin, it's someone different from you. You're like, oh, you know, and so that's that's just checking that and just understanding that's okay. Like, yeah, like for me, there's certain people that I love giving feedback to. I like giving feedback to coaches. Coaches are like me, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. and so or people who have similar career backgrounds as me, mm-hmm. right? I I don't mind because I'm like, oh, okay, this will be easier because they'll yeah. understand where I'm coming from. Right. But uh, that's the first one. And then confirmation bias and yep. then group bias are the three that you really need to reflect on and just just know that they, again, it, you're not trying to say, oh my gosh, I, I shouldn't have that. It's more like, okay, this exists. 
So what can I do? How can I navigate this when I'm in this conversation? Because it can be easy to think, okay, I've been given this formula for feedback now. I just need to, you know, put my put my words into this formula, yet we want to bring intentionality and awareness and be reflecting on bias and possible bias while we're preparing. And hey, acknowledging that it might take some more time to prepare feedback for somebody that's not like me, who doesn't have a lot of the the same education and a functional experience that I do, right? And be thinking about, okay, how is this going to land from their perspective? What might be their perspective? And how do I do my best to speak into that? Yeah, you know, it's really interesting because I've been in a lot of conversations. I mean, this is the end of the year, like we're recording this. And many of you, um, you know, even when you're hearing this, you're probably going to be giving some sort of end of the year feedback, or you're going to be thinking about bonuses and and how much to pay. But just um, over the last week, you know, I I run a a small company and um, it's interesting, the bias of the feedback that I I hear from people that are telling me, you know, how to run my company and how I need Mm. to be giving feedback to my employees. Like, for example, they're like, oh, well, that person... Didn't they have this skill? This is a basic skill. Like, and I'm thinking, this is a startup. Like, this is like not, I, you know, and again, I work for Fortune 500 companies. And uh-huh. it's, so again, that's a bias of, well, you know, if you don't know this, then you, you just don't get it. And I'm like, it's so different in different kinds of companies, like startups versus, mm-hmm. you know, large companies, like, you know, tech mm-hmm. versus healthcare, like, Again, that's another bias where you're mm-hmm. assuming that certain people should just know certain things. And yes. if they haven't acquired this by now, then you cut the cord. And I'm like, I don't, that mentality, and I get I get it because I spent a lot of time in corporate, but just bias on that level. Yes. I mean, it's, yes. it's madness out there sometimes, right? Yes. yes. Well, in these right. seemingly neutral um assumptions that we have, right? This is a basic skill. Someone in that position should be able to do A, B, and C, right? That, that, that seems like some neutral perspective, right? right? right. But there yeah. is a assumption and bias built in there. Yeah. yeah, I agree. It's, it's, what is your baseline? It's not, the baseline is a bias. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The baseline is a bias. That was some alliteration I wasn't intending. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's magic, writing that down. So what do we do, LaTanya, if we feel like we've received biased feedback? Or even if we feel like we might have given biased feedback? Well, I, I think the first thing you do is acknowledge it. So if, if someone comes to you and they, and this, this actually happened to me recently, and I, and I wrote a whole article on LinkedIn about this. Uh, thank you. Received, thank you for doing that. Right. We, we need, we need to talk yeah. more about this. Yeah. 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 You know, it was, it was something I didn't want to write at first, but then I was like, I, I was thinking about all of the people that run events, especially, you know, 
even between that 2020 and now, like, what yeah. is that du- double, quadruple? Because all these people are doing virtual events, like yeah. more, and more and more people are interested in this. So they don't really know what they're doing. Yeah. And so I, I ended up doing a pro bono uh, speaking gig, which I don't do much of, but it was an organization that I really like and I care about. And um, one person, um, I mean, most of the feedback was okay. And then mm-hmm. I, one person just sent me this this outlier and it was at first, when I read it, I was just, I was more shocked than anything, yeah. but it, 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 uh, it attacked parts of me, like my race, like my gender. And it, it just, when I read it, I was like, this isn't feedback. This is something else. This is yeah. some sort of prejudice, you know? And it, yeah. and, and so when I went to the person, the, the, the event planner, I, what I really wish they would have done is listen to me because I don't do this very much. Like, I, you know, I'm a speaker, I'm a professional speaker. So, you know, uh-huh. it's like we get feedback. I mean, as a professional speaker, you know, this. yes, yes, it's feedback all the time, but I've yep. never got anything like this. Like, uh-huh. it, it had nothing to do with my talk. And I, I felt yeah. like the event organizer was defensive and mm. was basically like, this is an outlier and you should focus on everything else. And it was kind of a, a lecture around outliers. And I'm like, this is not what, what I need right now. So yeah. if you do that, what if you if you give bias feedback and someone tells you, just listen and listen. acknowledge. You don't have to agree. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. the thing is like, we always think that if we are listening and you're listening right now, nodding yeah. your head, that yeah. is not agreement. Yeah. That is this acknowledgement that they are two different things. So all you have to do is acknowledge and validate and don't try to solve it. Just listen, Mm. acknowledge and validate because the next, like if you sleep on that overnight, like in the moment, you're probably thinking, oh my gosh, this is my group. Like I have to defend them. There's no way, there's no way that my group could do this. Right. Mm -hmm. And group bias. Mm -hmm. No Mm -hmm. way. This is, this is probably her. Something's gotta be, something's gotta be there. But, yeah. Um, it's you. You would be surprised if you just sleep on it. Like mm-hmm. the new, the the new horizons that that you could see, and the new thoughts and ideas that come up. So that's what I would say is just nice. listen. There's really there's no reason to argue with it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and and you, you gave us a lot of great stuff there, Latanya. Some being, how do we recognize? the biased feedback. I mean, you said there were the, the comments that had to do with your race and your gender. It didn't have to do with the content of your talk. Right. right? Ding, 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 right. right there. That's biased feedback. So acknowledging that for yourself and you decided to acknowledge it uh, with the organization. Yeah. And then if you are on the receiving end uh, of someone telling you, hey, the feedback you gave me was biased or someone from your group gave biased feedback. I'm just feeling like, take the breath, listen. Right. Right. All you have to do is listen. Don't try to solve it. Sleep on it. Sleep on it. And then now, now what if Latanya, I am a team leader I've given some some feedback to team members. One of them tells me it, it feels biased. I sleep on it and I'm like, hmm, 
they're right. There is a bias there. What conversation do I have then? Yeah, I, I mean, you go in and again, you don't have to solve everything in that yeah. situation. It's going to be human situations like this can be messy and they take a long time. Mm-hmm. And I mean, as a coach, you know, you, you understand this as well. It's, it's okay. And I, sometimes I call this meandering in the muck where it's okay <laughs> yeah. if, if you have to do that. No, it's yeah. seriously, it's yeah, like, no, yeah. this is the time when you're like, you're thinking, oh my gosh, I, I said this to Latanya or whoever. And now I see that I, so all you do is you go in and you say, you know, I, I apologize. You know, I didn't, I didn't realize this. And, you know, I, right now, you know, I would like to kind of reflect on it this a little bit more mm-hmm. and think about what I'm going to change going forward. Mm-hmm. So I always talk about amends over apologies, but, you know, mm-hmm. start with the apology because that's the basic and then mm-hmm. go to your events and what mm-hmm. are you going to change from there? And, but you won't know, right? It's like, and if you do know in that minute, then you haven't done enough reflection. Right? Ah. You, haven't, you haven't done enough reflection. Great point. It's, it's not, it's not genuine. It's not authentic. Yeah. And so you could even say to that person, Hey, I'm really sorry. I have some reflection to do. Would you yeah. get back to you in like a week or so? I, I just really, I mean, I could, I could rattle off some things I'm going to do, but then, it's, it's not going to be real. So, yeah. So, yeah. You know, would that be okay? So great, LaTanya. And I could see, I could see in myself, like just wanting to fix this, right? And say, oh, I'm going to yeah. do A, B, and C perfectly going forward in order to, you know, never risk offending this person again and to resist that anxiety to to fix. Yeah. And if I was on the receiving end of that, the other person telling me that they were going to continue to reflect on this, that feels like that would be meaningful, right? They're, they're not sweeping this under right. the rug. They are going to continue to look and continue to work on this. And hey, that right. that's what means the most. Yeah. I mean, that's really great for like any relationship, right? Like, like some of you that are married or you have a partner or whatever, you know, any type of arrangement that's, that's on a family level. Right. Yeah. Um, You might like think about that with your partner like, Oh, I didn't do, you know, I didn't do the dishes. Well, you said you were going to do dishes and you have an agreement and Oh, okay. Well, I'm going to do them tomorrow, but then you don't. (laughs) So you really have to think about (laughs) what are you really committed to? Yeah. And what's realistic, right? It's like those things, again, we want to, we want to fix, we want to change the way the person feels, but guess what? You're not going to be able to do that. Um, Even for me, it took, this was something I knew was, had nothing to do with me as a speaker, but it still took some time uh, to, to get my feelings in a space where, you know, I felt okay again. So again, it's, you're not going to be able to control how they feel. They might still be upset and that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Really great. So Latanya, I work with leaders who are already hesitant to give feedback. They get uncomfortable about it. Um, I know I do a lot of work with folks to ground people in their intentions right? What, what are your intentions, right? If the, the feedback that you're giving is to 
help them have a better reputation, to help them perform better, right? To help make their job easier, right? No leaders that you can ground yourself in that intention. I see so many leaders that are hesitant to give feedback. I don't want them to get more nervous about this idea of giving biased feedback that now they're shying away from passing along the information that could help their colleagues perform better. What would you say to uh, help mitigate that anxiety that many leaders have around doing this feedback thing right? Yeah, you know, it's it's hard because you know, as as a as a CEO or business owner, I, I get it, and it's 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 hard for me to do as well. Yeah, I, I think number one, like something that that always soothes my fears is uh, just sit down with the employee and ask them how they would like to receive feedback. Nice. Right? And it's like uh-huh. this is something we just don't do, right? Right. So, you want to, because you just go in and you come up with this big document and then you go I'm gonna in do and my thing. Like, yeah. And you're like, right, right. And it's like, you're, it's like the, your show, right? But it's not that. And it's like, you know, how would you like to do this? Would you like to just mm-hmm. spend 10 minutes in each one-on-one? Or would you like to receive it, um, you know, like right after it happens? Or would you like mm-hmm. to wait? Or how mm-hmm. would you like this to go? Um Nice. And I think if you could get yourself in a rhythm, so it's not taboo, it, then it's it's so much easier. I, I will tell you, like, I know I'm giving you this advice, but I'm not good at this either. Like, I think if you do it well, what you do is you, you know, leave a few minutes, you know, every other week in your one-on-ones and just provide some feedback. Or every time you have a one-on-one, provide some feedback. and. Yeah give it an opportunity for the employee to kind of state how they think they're doing. But yes. um, again, it's, uh, it's, it's checking in with them. I think another way, something else that you could do is if you're going to give someone constructive feedback, remember the five to one ratio. So five mm. for every one mm-hmm. bit of constructive feedback research says you should have five positive. Nice. Again, this is why high performers, are usually not as engaged and you're spending so much more time with low performers because you're not giving them actionable feedback on the, on the things they're doing well. So, so that five to one, um, making sure you're also, you're balancing that, making sure you're having it, you know, a little bit of feedback in every, every single meeting and asking how people would like to receive that. I love that Latanya asking them not only how they would like to receive the feedback, but then asking them how they think that they're doing. They might do your job for you right there, right? They they right. might say the things that you were preparing to say to them. And I love you said, you know, having in your one-on-ones, uh, have those conversations in your one-on-ones regularly. Make it a practice, right? Then you, everybody gets into the rhythm. And I love the five to to one. It's so true. And I thought that really works for the recipient of the feedback. You're getting five positive pieces of feedback to one constructive, but that really works for the giver of the feedback too, because then you're practicing giving feedback, 
right? Giving positive feedback is giving feedback. Mm-hmm. And you find your rhythm and you find the words to do that. It will increase your comfort all around in giving feedback. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's like, and again, it's like not just you giving it to the other person. Like, again, I, I see it as like a partnership, right? And it's yeah. like, even if you're the boss, it's like, but you have to figure out that partnership and that rhythm and like, yeah. you know, Hey, here's the feedback. When are you going to give me feedback? And yeah, you can only do that if you keep doing it. Right. I've given right. feedback where I don't know how to shift it. Right. There was something here that didn't work. I'm not sure the best path forward. Can we talk about that? Right. And then right. co-creating that together. Nice. Another layer here, Latanya, some leaders are looking at creating cultures of feedback. They feel like their teams are ready for that. They feel like there's the level of openness and trust for that. So if leaders are stepping into that, encouraging, uh, like, hey, if you have feedback for a colleague, let's not play the game of take that to the leader and then the leader has to like secondhand deliver it to someone else, have that team member go directly to the other team member. So now if we're encouraging everyone to give everybody else feedback, how do we help make sure, <laughs> how do we help mitigate yeah. against bias there? Right. Yeah, you have to be a very careful because it's if you're going to have a culture of feedback you know i would suggest having a theme that you want that to be on you know for example if it's the culture of feedback like around innovation like mm. a culture of feedback like around maybe psychological safety but yes. like things that are like that give give people some guardrails because uh-huh. again i mean i would probably just leave it at innovation honestly for now yeah. <laughs> uh, because because then it's just my question is how qualified are these people to be giving just anyone feedback True. right it, it's yeah. you know some managers aren't even qualified to give yeah. feedback mm-hmm. to people so mm-hmm. I, I would be very careful with that you know i do like the coaching cultures like I do think if you can teach your employees like a few powerful questions and you can have some sort of coaching culture, I would, I would go with that over a feedback culture because a feedback culture, I mean, if all of you are listening today, you see there's a lot of landmines when it comes to feedback. If employees are not uh, properly trained, it might not go well. Yeah. Okay. Great suggestions. If you're, if you're dipping your toe into that, into the water. Yeah. Start, start with a a coaching focus. How can you be asking each other questions uh, about your work and your approach and how you're thinking about it? And if, if you do want to open up to feedback, I love that having a focus. Because then if you talk about like, we want to have a focus on innovation, then you can have the conversation to define what are the behaviors right. that right. we're looking for, right. right? Then you're having conversations about whether those specific behaviors are showing up or not, right? right. Yeah. Then you've got those guardrails. Yeah, because it, it, it's, otherwise it's just, it, it's just a free-for-all, right? It's like, oh, well, Amy walked in the room and 
uh, she didn't say hi to Gina. So I got to give her some, you know, it's like, I don't even know what that means, but yeah, you have to have yeah. something where, where you need to be able to like have guardrails and nail, nail down for people. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Some behavioral definition that we're, that we're anchoring that on. Latanya, so much great stuff today. If we feel like we have been involved with biased feedback, acknowledge it. If someone else is telling us we gave biased feedback, listen. Don't try to solve it in the mo- in the moment. Reflect. Do your do your work. Right. Apologize and let the other person know that you're going to reflect on it. Right. And when we're engaging in conversations about others' behaviors, uh, reflect on possible biases, assumptions that can get in the way. Right. Ask others how they'd like to get feedback. Ask others how they think that they're doing. Make it make it a practice and practice with giving positive feedback. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So many great concepts, techniques today, LaTanya. Thanks so much for being with us to talk about uh, biased feedback. Thanks for having me, Amy. Thank you for listening to the Courage of a Leader podcast. If you'd like to further explore this episode's topic, please reach out to me through the Courage of a Leader website at www.courageofaleader.com. I'd love to hear from you. Please take the time to leave a review on iTunes. That helps us expand our reach and get more people fully stepping into their leadership potential. Until next time, be bold and be brave because you've got the courage of a leader.